Welcome, everybody, to episode 213 of the Metabilis 2 podcast, which features myself, Ben. And I am David, and we're back. We're back. Yeah, we've been off air for a while. About a month. Um, so apologies yeah. to our listener. I, as I think we, 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 our listener could probably remember from last time, we broadcast, or was this narrowcast? I can never remember. Um, I've been traveling around Europe mm-hmm. um, and also my home country, Britain. Uh, but when I got back... I got I had COVID, <laughs> so I had COVID for like a couple of weeks, and anyway, so contact um, was made. Contact was made, <laughs> <laughs> and all of that giant prawn yep. was, was lying on my chest. Mm, not um, good, and not good. So I I killed it and ate it, and it was delicious. <laughs> um, shrimp cocktail, shrimp cocktail, exactly. Uh, but now, yeah, I'm back, and we're ready. We're ready to talk about who again for your delight and delectation. Yeah, and uh, I guess Jodie Whittaker's time as the Doctor is winding down. The amazing thing, actually, I just read about Jodie Whittaker is apparently she's now the second longest running as Doctor. Hmm, is that due to the pandemic? Yeah, due to the pandemic. Well, I mean, uh-huh. she wears that mantle, but I don't think she's done as much stuff as Tom did. But still, yeah. Well, I guess McGann would be longer. I guess, it, technically speaking, yeah, McCann. Because 96 to 2004? That's, he's the longest serving doctor. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm. But on Jody, she's coming to Gallifrey One, too. That was just announced uh, yesterday. Yes. Okay. Well, let's, yeah, let's, 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 let's talk about Jody because. Yeah, yeah, some, yeah, let's cover that. So I'm, I, as, as our listener knows, um, I will be going to, Gallifrey one in February, mm-hmm. and little did I know that um, Jodie Whittaker would would be present. So that <laughs> is going to be, I mean, you know, Gallifrey one is kind of nuts anyway. Yeah, and it's certainly nuts for this current era of the Thirteenth Doctor. Um, just the reception that Sasha and um, Mandip, uh, Mandip. Yeah, I was going to say Yasmin, but that's a actual that's a, what she's called on the show. Um, uh, the reception those guys got was just like out of the park crazy right and of course the the fugitive doctor as well um blanking on her name too um god joe martin joe martin we've been out we've done this for a while <laughs> and joe so i mean this this current era is very very popular with the kind of fans who like to go to gallifrey one so i cannot imagine what it's going to be like um, with jody whittaker there i am it's the the plus side apart from it's going to be just like a bear pit mm-hmm. is that access to colin and to Janet and to Sophie Aldred, um, who are some other guests, is going to be far easier, I'm assuming, because everyone is going to be mobbing Jody. So yeah. that's a plus side, plus side for us old school mm-hmm. um, classic era fans. I think. Yeah, it should be good. Fraser's <laughs> going to be there as usual. Um, Wendy Padbury. Yeah, Wendy Padbury's going to be there, which is going to be super cool because I've never met her. That's going to be mm. fun. Mm-hmm. And Rob Ritchie, he's the man. We all love Rob. I think our very good friend Jess, the friend of the podcast, Jess Jerkovic, yep. is going to be there. Um, as I think I probably said last time, um, Jess is kind of my golden ticket to the top table <laughs> since everyone loves what he does. And I'm a mate of Jess's, so I just tag along and get to meet all the cool people because that's who Jess is being invited to meet. I'm with the band. Exactly, I'm with the band. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like the bears of, um, of Jess's um, Happy Mondays. But yeah, so it's, I mean, it's going to be fun. Luckily, Amanda, my lovely wife, and I managed to snag tickets 
in the Gallery One Hotel and the actually in the, yeah. in the Marriott itself. Lovely. Last year we were like quarter of a mile down the road, which is fine, mm-hmm. but you know you're kind of out of the action. And the hotel we were in had didn't have the greatest pool, but as I'm sure we all know that the the Gallery One Marriott has an amazing swimming pool. Um, so she'll be happy and I'll be happy because we'll be in the center of the action, and you know hopefully we'll have amusing interactions with. With people at the bar, like we had last time, uh, which was uh, which was funny. So um, yeah, and but it's it's going to be crazy with um, mm-hmm. yeah. I can. I mean, she. I mean, obviously, you know, Jodie's a big a big feature of the show. Yes, I actually can't think of another doctor who would inspire as much excitement with the crowd at Galaxy One as Jodie would. I mean, maybe Tom, but I mean, obviously, he's not traveling to LA. No. Maybe David. Um, I don't know, but yeah, this it's gonna be it's gonna be massive. It's gonna be massive. Well, I think any of the 21st century doctors, I mean, Eccleston received an enormous welcoming. Result, yeah, that's true. Know. That's true. And I think I think what was what was crazy about about Eccleston is that um, I think you know there was an idea that he wouldn't be what he turned out to be at, at, at Gallifrey, which was this just extraordinary individual who mm-hmm. basically sort of touched everyone's hearts without sounding overly sentimental, but he really did. Mm-hmm. And I think that was not a, maybe I think maybe surprise is too strong a word, but I think you know the, his level of empathy and love for the show and willing to talk about it, I think was kind of unexpected. Yes, um, and I think that's what made that's what made that such a such an extraordinary event actually in twenty. Um, 2020 mm-hmm. um, it was absolutely extraordinary so glad that we managed to squeeze that convention in before before COVID, COVID hit yeah. but yeah no absolutely extraordinary um so um yeah so I'm, I'm excited mm-hmm. you know I don't think I'll be queuing up to meet Jody um well you'll sit in the main room and hear her speak at least once just at least oh yeah no but I mean yeah. I'll be at the back because I think you know the front seats people oh, are gonna be sitting yeah. there like the whole half day in order to get a front seat for Jody. So yeah, no, I'll, I'll definitely be hearing her speak. Mm-hmm. I probably won't be queuing for autographs because that's too much. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I'll be concentrating on you know Colin and, mm-hmm. and Wendy and Fraser and Sophie and Janet. I mean, I met Janet in 2020. She was absolutely awesome. Mm-hmm. I loved her. She was brilliant. Um, anyway, so any obscure thing for Colin to sign? <laughs> I do. I have been mulling over. I do have an original um, 45 of Doctor in Distress. Mm. <laughs> um, so, so I'm not sure whether having Colin sign it will reduce his value or increase his value. Um, uh, or, well, you uh, could whether... double it and still have the same value. Well, that's true. That's true. So <laughs> I know I'm, I'm I'm mulling over whether I'm going to get him to sign my copy mm-hmm. of, of Doctor in Distress. Um, you don't have a DVD of the brothers or whatever he was. In. No, that's a good, that's a good, yeah, I need to, I'm, now that we've got, a, you know, kind of a pretty good guest list, mm-hmm. I need to start mulling over what things I need to acquire in order to get some excellent signatures. Mm-hmm. As a listener can probably remember from the Gallifrey one in 2022, this year I had an original piece of comic art that I got uh, Sylvester to sign, which I was mm-hmm. very pleased. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was kind of nonplussed by the whole mm-hmm. thing, because, you know, that's his jam. Um, he gets paid. But, um, I was. He gets paid. He gets paid. Um, so I was. Uh, I was pleased to get that. I'm hoping Colin might be bringing a book or something. I know he's maybe published a book of his newspaper columns or something. Hmm. I seem to remember. Like to have that signed by him. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I'm gonna. I'm putting. I'm putting my thinking cap on and uh, working out what. Uh, what merch I'm going to be lugging to Los Angeles with myself? Yeah. 
Best yeah. not to buy it from the dealer's room, both due to oh, scarcity no. and price. Exactly, exactly, exactly. That is the that is the that is the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, nice. You've you've actually got me. Um, my mind is now not on the podcast. <laughs> I'm now thinking of, of merchandise that mm. needs to be signed by. I'm going to have to pick the perfect DVD cover to be signed by Fraser and Wendy. Hmm. The absolute one hundred. Anyway, okay, yeah. all right. Um, yeah, I'm, yes. I don't okay, know. Mind me. Mind Robber VHS. Mind Robber. Do you have the V? You still have your VHS covers. You that would. I have, still have all one. the VHS covers. Yeah, that that's they're they're over in Britain, yeah. but we'll we'll be in England for huh. Christmas, so I could probably dig up the um some of those to get signed. I think that those those would be cool because they're rare now, or they're not uncommon, and uh, it's pretty good art on the Mind Robber. VHS, if I recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, I, I'll, I'll need to, I'll need to do a review of all of that, mm-hmm. and um, obviously, we'll, when I do my, as is traditional, my live on the spot reporting. Yeah, yes. From the con, you'll all be able to find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Well, looking forward to Jody, and I trust Gallifrey One will give her a fantastic reception. Oh goodness, she's yeah, she's yeah, she's going to get an. A pretty amazing response. I'm, I'm quite sure because you know we 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 will have seen her regeneration by then. So yep. this is a line, you know, line drawn underneath her, her tenure in some ways. Mm-hmm. So. Just uh, 125 dollars for an adult full weekend ticket, and they still are on sale. So yeah, they're still on it's, sale. It's nice. The convention is sort of self-selecting, so you're not going to get the not my doctor wanting to pay 125 dollars to. Go see Jody. That's that's uh, that's yeah. That's <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. As if any of those people would actually have any level of socialization <laughs> to be able to come to a convention. But you know, whatever. So the trailer, the Power of the Doctor trailer dropped, and we have thoughts. We do. We do have thoughts on it. It's the <laughs> usual kind of high speed, mm-hmm. just give you some hints kind of trailer. But there's some stuff in there. And there's some publicity photos that came out, too, that may be of interest. So I think as per custom here, we will watch the trailer and then uh, Zapruder the heck out of it. Go frame by yeah. frame if necessary and Good plan. comment on it. Are you ready to kick off the trailer? I am definitely ready to kick off the trailer. All right, play. Hello, Doctor. Welcome to the end of your existence. A dozen of the world's leading seismologists have gone missing. Fifteen of the world's most valuable paintings have disappeared. Look, I landed! 9.9! Can I let you in on a little secret? A direct incursion on Earth is imminent. Has it never occurred to you that it could be a trap? This isn't a day. You are erased forever. Bit of a conversation stopper. Anything could happen. I don't want it to end. Yes! Right, there you go. Oh, did you forget to subscribe? I still haven't subscribed to the official document. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not, didn't, <laughs> I'm not entirely sure they need me to subscribe, so mm. I, I have not. So that was a trailer, like you said. Fast-paced, everything coming Fast-paced. at you at once. 
Yep, so, definitely fast-paced. Again, with the classic tenant orange spacesuits yeah. on the TARDIS, in the TARDIS console room. Right? Yeah. And they uh, throw out some kind of ladder and land on a space train. Yeah, space train. <laughs> what is with space trains? Because uh, Matheson had the Mummy on the Orient Express. Is space trains now a thing that I just missed in the zeitgeist of sci-fi? Yeah, I guess the space train is having a moment at the moment. I mean, I at the moment are... Huh? I, mean, I suspect the whole space train thing, that's a pre-credit sequence. Hmm, okay. That's not going to be part of the plot. My guess is TARDIS crew got to like pick up a MacGuffin of some kind from inside a space train. Well, I think they see the, the Cybermen inside the space train. Excellent. Okay. And then uh, seismologists disappearing and uh, paintings. Yeah, I mean, paintings, that's, that seems like kind of a callback to... Um, yeah, the Doctor, you know, with the whole painting thing. I mean, I'm tr- I was trying to actually see what, where they are. You know where they probably are? They're probably in um, in Cardiff because mm-hmm. uh, there's a painting next door to Ace. Wait a second. Let's see if I can see what it is. Which looks, it looks like Burne Jones to me. So we're in the pre-Raphaelite gallery. Yeah. Definitely Burne Jones. Okay. So I don't know. I guess I is guess... that one? A, is that a? Is that an important, valuable painting? That's no. It's like a bog standard pre-Raphaelite painting. So not mm-hmm. nothing particularly uh, amazing. But of course, the interesting thing is is that whatever alien entity is causing ructions did not steal the Burne Jones. Um, <laughs> so maybe it, it doesn't care for the pre-Raphaelites very much. They have taste, and we see uh, Ace looking at it. Sophie Aldred herself looking at an empty space. Yeah, so we 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 pumped with Ace and Tegan. Sure, it's nice to see him back. I'm a little bit surprised. I yes. I do not foresee the Tegan and Ace Chronicles uh, coming to <laughs> uh, CBBC. No, I don't know. Do you? No, I, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, Janet Fielding is is awesome mm-hmm. in pretty much every way. I was not. She would probably be one of the ones that I wouldn't expect to return, but. Here she is. Well, she's retired now from her. Yeah, yeah, that's repping career too. Yeah, so. yeah. So I mean, I would have thought like, well, come on, you're 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 in retirement. Why? You... She still has the equity card though. So that's true. Oh, here we go. So I, as we've been talking, I've been looking up the paintings, mm-hmm. um, and I think actually we are in the. Um... This one being the Tate. Oh, no, that's Brown Portrait Gallery. Would it? I think it could be the Tate Gallery. Yeah. Okay. That's that was what I would do. I wouldn't have done Cardiff. But. Well, I mean, what I'm saying, you know, this is they shoot the thing in Cardiff. So oh, like, right. um, if you've just got like a regular gallery. But yeah, no, that looks like the Tate to me. Briar Rose. Mm-hmm. Huh, interesting. Mm-hmm. OK, right. Next bit. So with Ace and Tegan coming back, I think this is just echoing Chibnall's uh, being a 1980s fanboy. Uh, oh, true. Yeah, that makes more, sense. More than anything else, because uh, RTD brought back Katie Manning in the Sarah Jane Adventures and, of course, uh, Sarah Jane Smith. Of course. In uh, School Reunion and in her own series. So RTD, a child of the 1970s, and Chibnall, a child in the 1980s. And despite what he said in his DWM interview that he went back to look at the DNA of the original series with the crowded TARDIS, the way he wrote the crowded TARDIS and the way that those characters behaved was more of the 1980s right. at all. But yeah, next bit we see uh, Kate Stewart and Ace and Tegan and the Doctor and Yaz. Must all... be something going on, some kind of alien menace that needs to be eradicated. Are these people unit or are they uh, some paramilitary or British military force? Uh, we'll find out. Okay. <laughs> 
the interesting thing about Ace's pinstripe costume is she stills uh, sporting the flair. There's quite a few badges on her. Oh yeah, no, they they're definitely going to badger up. The, that's the Ace look, I think. Yeah, and Tegan's wearing like a Captain Jack jacket. Yeah, yeah, very uh, very smart. Yeah. Let's see what what else do we see? Uh, we have an exploding building. Yeah, I think that's uh, Unit HQ in London. Doesn't look like it. I was thinking it looked like the Empire State Building, to be honest. No. Nothing like it? Okay. It's no building I recognize in London, okay. certainly. Uh, entirely a CGI building, but I suppose it could be Empire. Uh, you know, I've, I'm not a... An architectural expert. New York architecture. Um, <laughs> and then what, how, what, what after the exploding building? I'm just moving it forward slightly. Vinder. Oh, Vinder. Hooray, Vinder's back. Everyone wanted him to come back. Yay. Yaz has a gun, drawn a gun. Yep, she's got a gun. She's pointing it at something. Imminent Dalek incursion coming yep. up of Earth. Yep, there's Vinder again. There's Yaz. How about the ha-ha-ha TARDIS? Yeah, on this kind of blue plane of existence, this blue planet. Yeah, yeah, but on the TARDIS door, there's ha-ha-ha-ha-ha written. Oh, it's the Master. It has to be the Master. I mean, that's yeah, that's, okay. that's the Sasa Duan Master entirely. Trick. Right, okay. He's kind of toying with the doctor here. This is the day you are erased forever. Yeah, that's a bit, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's, that's even for the master, that sounds a little melodramatic. But it does hearken to the uh, Cyberman that he's hooked up with, uh, delete, erase. Oh, that's true, erase, yes. Well, I mean, I mean, if we go further into the, obviously we're starting to enter, there's some, there's two planets. Yeah. So that's, that's got to be some kind of Mondas, right? Mondas, tell us, yeah, you would think, because then a little bit later we see a red planet just uh, destroying or blasting the Earth. But I, I'm, I'm wondering if that is Gallifrey, weaponized somehow, hollowed out, made into a oh. time ship, the red red planet or the non-blue planet that it's uh oh you mean like i mean so like dalek style hollowed out the daleks yeah they're old hollowing out planet streaks yeah but i'm thinking this is the cybermen or the cyber masters or whatever uh that uh, sasha duan's master controls and is using gallifrey to destroy as a death star other planets could be could be i have to i'm a bit disappointed a bit further on that we've got um, the lone Cyberman is back again. Ashad. Ashad. Not that I didn't like him, but if he's going to become the kind of Davros of the Cybermen, that's going to irritate me, basically. Mm, I, the, Cybermen, the Cybermen don't have a leader, and now they have a leader. He's just like the Borg Queen. It's like, that's totally unnecessary. What I think is this is more of a greatest hits of Chris Chibnall more than anything else. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, I suppose the guy's not got... This is his last one, yeah. so I suppose... Um, the Lone Cyberman is literally never going to appear again because it's a Chibnall. Yeah, so, which is fine. so he's going to throw that in there. Uh, it, Why not? Because uh, if Tim Shaw was more successful, <laughs> more well-received, we would see Tim Shaw or some of the censors in there. But uh, I think that was kind of a damp squib, so we're not... Probably not going to see any of uh, any of that. Well, it's a shame. It's a shame that we didn't have Tim Shaw being being for having having old kebab bits thrown at him again to frighten him off. Well, you, but there you go. Chimnall could have doubled down and had Tim Shaw be the lone Cyberman. Oh, there you go. Cyber converted. Wow, because we're all just yeah, we're all so excited to see Tim Shaw again. Because yeah, as you said, such a yeah. Iconic, iconic character. Okay, so um, where are we next? Uh, let's see. Uh, Planets 
Ace. Exploding console room. Yep, definitely exploding. Oh, Ace. Ace coming down in a parachute. Yes, Ace in a parachute. Don't know what that all that's about. Wearing her old jacket there. There you go. She's suited and booted. Um, do you think she's going to hit a, a Dalek with a baseball bat? She has a baseball bat. It looks like in her uh, backpack there on the parachute. So let's hope, perhaps. Let's hope, let's hope it's a special um, monkey wrench of, of Rassilon or whatever that thing is called. Amped up baseball bat. Otherwise, she's going to be very disappointed. Yaz worried that this is a trap. Of course it's a trap. Yes. What we learned with the Matt Jones doctor, the most dangerous thing you can put in a trap is the doctor. The doctor always gets out of the trap. And then we see uh, more Daleks. Yep, the Daleks are massing, massing in ones and twos there. Anything could happen, and the doctor starting to regenerate in this kind of containment field. And her last words, yes. Yes. That we're back with, back with Thasmin again. Yep. I'm thinking that uh, the having the Cybermen, the, the Master back, doing the power of the Doctor, regeneration outside the TARDIS, I'm calling it that the Chibnall is trying to turn the Doctor into a battery somehow to either power Gallifrey or the Cybermen or something like continuous regeneration. Oh, okay. Wow. Because if she is this timeless child that has had hundreds of thousands of regenerations through the course of gallifrey in history she must have a lot of energy so the master's going to try to harness that something back on gallifrey or some some kind of containment the, the doctor has a battery endless battery of regeneration wow. energy she's just being just going to be tormented and i do not think we're going to see a shooty gatwa at the end of it i think we're going to be left in limbo Right, so you just think it's just going to be like, ah, oh, I'm kind of regenerating, or and then we're just because I mean the regeneration is a, um, it's the it, it, it what, what 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 am I trying to say? I mean traditionally, what happens with a regeneration? A thing happens like, ah, oh, no, the doctor's dead, mm-hmm. and then no, they're regenerating. So like a regeneration happens like after the action is completed. I mean the baddie has been dealt with. Um, the villains have been defeated, but the Doctor is mortally injured in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. Regeneration. But you think actually that's not going to happen. It's going to be more regeneration will be part of the of the plot rather than the bit that's just tacked on to the end? I think this is going to be a forced regeneration from the Master using the Doctor's uh, regeneration energy for some of his devious purposes. Wow. Okay. And hang on, what, what the Cybermen and Daleks destroyed in the Flux... Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, fine. So is Ga- so is Gallifrey. So is the Masters. So hey, is the, the Cybermasters. Master. You know. So is the. That's true. I mean, I, yeah, that's that. That is true. I mean, I suppose you know the Masters got form in terms of like I'm just back again. Deal with it. Yeah. But um, I be nice if yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I suppose. And I guess the I guess the you know the Cybermen are endlessly defeated and the Daleks are endlessly defeated and uh, maybe maybe we're at a different point in time or something. Who knows. So I sent you the link with the, it has the publicity photos underneath the trailer oh. that the BBC is releasing. Let's look at the one that is on the bottom row there where we have Sasha Dewan as the master posing from a balcony. And if you can enlarge that and then look in the lower left-hand corner, there looks to be something miniaturized there. Oh, yeah. No, he's, 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 he's definitely See up to See what I'm saying? It looks to me, I mean, he's holding something up, which is tiny. Yeah, that's the one next to it, and it's wearing Yaz's jacket. So that's the next one. 
Right. When he's sitting down, yes. if you look at the first one in the row there, there's a little miniaturized, and it looks to me like a miniaturized ace. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and then he's holding up a miniaturized Yaz in another one of them. But what's the deal with his big beard? Hmm. I mean, he's Rasputin or something, right? You think that's Rasputin? I think it could be. I think we could find out that actually the master's Rasputin. Rasputin, whatever he's called. Going under deep cover, I guess. Yeah, rah-rah Rasputin. Uh, Russia's greatest love machine, <laughs> um, as the song goes. And it's a call back to uh, Tom Baker, who played Rasputin and did play in, in Nicholas and Alexandria, or whatever it's called. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, unfortunately, Tom Tom couldn't reprise this role. So who better? Who better than get <laughs> better Sasha Dwan than, than, than the beloved Sasha? I think one thing we we can agree: the master is back to his miniaturization games, mm-hmm. which is good. I like the miniaturization gun, whatever it's called, the tissue compression eliminator, right? Yes. TCE. Exactly. That's it. Again, my, so I, here's here's my things. Okay, so the train. Is a pre-credit sequence. Okay. It's good to see Ace. It's good to see Tegan. I wonder if Ace is going to be, you know, running her secret... Fo- maybe maybe Ace is running Unit. Maybe her secret foundation is the new Unit. I mean, they all look like they're in the same building. Hmm. Is that the Unit logo, though? If you look at the one with the two soldiers holding Sasha Dewan and you look at the logo on their helmet, that is not the Unit logo. That is something else. Oh, yeah. What are those? Is that Space Force? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what those are. It does not look like UNIT. So I'm not sure UNIT is back as well in a uh, military sense, uh, other than maybe just Kate Stewart. Well, maybe uh, maybe Kate Stewart just works for Ace now. That could be. Yeah. That'd be weird. That would be weird. Okay. Um, yeah, Ace met the Brigadier. She she didn't get along with the yeah, Brigadier yeah, yeah. very well. Yeah, in Battlefield. No, they, no uh, definitely not. Yeah. Definitely not. Um, I'm not seeing very many other clues in these pictures. Yeah, I, I, I don't know about those logos on the helmet. I wish I could look at those more closely. But anyway. Well, yeah. to describe it, it is, they are round, and it has in between 10 and 11 o'clock quadrant, there's kind of a, a starburst with things radiating across it. It's To me, it looks like the Death Star. It looks like the Death Star upside down. It's an upside down Death Star. They've been kidnapped by the upside down Death Star people. Well, we did see that Death Star trying to attack Earth, so maybe these 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 are uh, maybe, yeah, maybe. proto stormtroopers. Maybe it's that Star Wars um, Doctor Who crossover that everyone has been asking for for years. Obviously, yeah. must be. I mean, I mean, who would who wouldn't want that? That would just mm-hmm. be amazing. One thing that struck me is we didn't see a lot of John Bishop in this. Not, I'm not sure if he's going to be kind of sidelined because we have probably the most crowded TARDIS we ever had with Tegan and Ace returning, plus Bishop and Yaz. There's that picture of him standing in the train with the TARDIS spacesuit on and his helmet has like a great big hole in the front of it. Yep, maybe he's taken out early. Yeah, maybe maybe in the pre-credits sequence he dies and everyone's sad and then that motivates everybody to do something for the rest of the episode. Yeah. Maybe they're, maybe they're on a quest to find his body or something. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's like Search for Spock. It's the Search for Dan. <laughs> I don't know if it'd have the same cachet, but perhaps. That's, perhaps. That's true. That perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. 
Yeah. So I, I so yeah. I, I, I'm just okay. I'm one. We're probably coming to the end of this right now. But yep. it's, so Ace has got her feet up on the desk, which means she owns the place, and oh, it yeah. is the same place that Kate Stewart is in. It's the same mm-hmm. furniture. It's the same TVs. I think the unit has been reformed by Ace, and for some reason, as yet undisclosed, Ace has also hired Tegan to be the air hostess of the new unit. <laughs> she kind of pushes a trolley around. And make sure that if they, in the case of decompression, everyone's oxygen masks fall down. <laughs> so in the, in the latest DWM 583, I don't know if you've gotten it yet, but Chibnall's in there talking about the power of the doctor. And he, he says, he is. he's saying that the master of the Daleks and the Cybermen versus the doctor was in my early plans. So it seems like this is the way he wanted everything to go out. Yeah, I'm true, I, I, and I'm sure that's wonderful for him. I'm a, not a big fan of kind of monster team-ups. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Daleks and the Cybermen don't like each other. We know that. And also, the Master's got form in terms of you know teaming up with the Daleks, but he, he doesn't trust them. So we'll see. I mean, I'd like some... I enjoy mm-hmm. a little bit of subtlety if there's some team-ups, but we'll see. If it's just a kind of, you know, WWE kind of smackdown thing, I'm less excited, but we'll see. It is an escalation of series finale for the Doctor to regenerate. Yeah, and to me, I mean, there is all, I mean, there's a lot of diminishing returns there. I mean, you know, how often can we do this mm-hmm. and it still be, you know, effective? Again, I'm old-fashioned. I'd sort of much rather that the Doctor fell off his exercise machine <laughs> and then had to regenerate. I, I like those better. It's like, it's like, it's, it's, with the regeneration, we now have to have an entire episode leading up to it. Like, as was established by um, uh, Nathan Turner, then you have to have an entire episode afterwards where the Doctor has to get over the, the regeneration. I'm much further like, okay, change of actor, new story, rather than it's like a big thing with lots of regeneration energy sloshing about. But, you know, whatever. That's the modern series. It certainly is, yep. This final DWM is all Chibnall, I'll power the Doctor. And like I said, I think the Doctor is literally and figuratively the power. It's not about her power. It is about wow. the power that can be squeezed, wrung out of can the Doctor. Can be squeezed doctor. out of the Doctor. Okay. Yeah. All right. Makes sense. All right. Makes yeah. sense. Any other thoughts or should we wrap it up here? I think those are all my thoughts on the trailer. All right. Thank you for listening to us on episode 213 of the Metabulous 2 podcast. I have been speculating about the demise of the Whitaker Doctor with Ben. And I have been jazzing up my baseball bat um, <laughs> with, uh, with David. All right. Until post-regeneration, uh, I guess. Farewell. <laughs> <laughs>